This podcast is a casual conversation about mental health. All topics discussed are based on our own personal opinions and should not be interpreted as professional advice. If you need assistance with your mental health, please contact a healthcare provider. I'm overstimulated. Expect the long-awaited evolution of my brain. But if mentally we synchronize, despite what we despise, there's a chance that maybe I won't go insane. Hi, friends. Hello, friends. And John. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Hello, loved ones and cared ones and Emily. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for including me in that. Of Welcome course. to Mental Sync, everybody. Welcome to Mental Sync. Mental Sync. It's the only show where we look up at the stars and the infinite, ever growing universe and we just go, what? <laughs> Every day. <laughs> Every day. So much. So confusing. So, so overwhelming. If, if you if you didn't catch on to the fact that we try to make our tagline similar to the episode, this episode Sometimes. is about a topic that I have a very hard time pronouncing. <laughs> it We're is talk about existentialism. 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 Eggs and Benedict. We're going to... Benedict Cumberbatchism. So John's going to say that word for the rest of the episode. I'm going to type it when we... So it's existential. Like, forget the ism, just existential. There's no T... It's not existential. It's Ex- existential. Egg- Are Eggs. you sure there's no G? Eggs. T. Eggs. No G. You said eggs. Like eggs. Is it eggs or is it eggs? Existential. Eggs are sentient. There we go. That's the one. You is. know, I'm going to give up on trying to pronounce it because I really like, I, I don't use this word often. So Hey, that's okay. I use it all the time. We're going to talk about the universe. We're going to talk about everything and the vast, uh, uh, infinite everything and nothingness. And uh, how nothing matters. <laughs> and how nothing matters at all. And everything matters. Uh, existentialism. You know. <laughs> existentialism. There you go. See, it's ah, not just me. Nah, yeah, I know. <laughs> existentialism is one of my favorite topics to to get into because i like to just kind of as an airbender air sign uh cloud watcher space cadet Mm -hmm. i like to often just let my mind just go just wander and detach you know how some people have like resting bitch face yes that's like a thing that people will say yeah i've always felt like i've kind of had resting bitch face but what I've realized is it's like resting depressed face. <laughs> resting depressed. And that's not to say that I – and that's the thing is like people who have resting bitch face, they're not actually just angry. Like they'll just kind of like space out and at default just kind of be like they, – they just look pissed. They just look mm-hmm. like they're in a bad mood. That's me, but I look sad, I've learned. And that's for no reason other than I just sometimes relax all the muscles in my face and I look – deep 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 in thought because i usually am and so the number of times over the quarantine that gabby would look at me and i'd be like pretty high usually and like sitting in a beanbag chair just kind of like and gab would like make eye contact with me and be like are you are you you okay are you good oh if people are just listening to the podcast uh it's essentially the blank look that perry the platypus puts on when he's disguising himself as a mindless domestic pet 
uh, where his eyes just kind of go like <laughs> wide in either direction <laughs> sideways. And, you know, I just look completely detached from my body. Um, and that's because I'm thinking about it all and how it all works. And uh, I think we've got a lot to talk about in terms I, of how it all works. I, I agree. Um, I would just like to say that I don't have resting depressed face. I have <laughs> resting I don't want to be here face. And that's like never the truth. <laughs> It's more so that I'm just in my own head as well. And it just looks like I'm like not like I've noticed it in some of our episodes. It's like I'm tired. Yeah. Like the last episode, like I had dark circles around my eyes. I was exhausted. I, I think that was the week that I was sleeping. I wasn't sleeping. <laughs> the week that, that was I was just week. asleep. That was, that was the week that I was trying to sleep. It was this thing I was trying where I was like, what if I just like go to bed instead of staying up and being. Um, yeah. You know, that would have been... Is that... that no, that's when you no. fall asleep randomly. That's when you fall asleep randomly. Yeah, right? insom uh, an insomniac. It being an insomniac, that's what mm -hmm. I was thinking of. Insomnia. Mm -hmm. I was nervous that I was going to say a term that was not... <laughs> I was I was worried I was going to say like a... Yeah, when you're being like a pyromaniac. Yeah. That's just something that's completely off. Oh, um, boy. This is going to be a fun one. Oh, we yeah. both just woke up. So Literally. Sleep. So, yeah, John made me watch a movie before this I did. episode yeah we were talking about how we were going to talk about existentialism and eggs i was like and you know eggs and sensualism and you know what i was like emily you have to watch this movie that i've been telling you to watch for a long time it's called everything everywhere all at once and it's a movie all about existentialism and the uh complexity that is the like multiverse theory and it's a really fun sci-fi film that's also about like a really tight family narrative and emily has been not telling me her thoughts about this movie and i'm very nervous because sometimes we have the same thoughts on movies and sometimes <laughs> we have different thoughts about movies <laughs> and i'm so, nervous so would you like to give a brief synopsis of this movie like in the sense that like doesn't spoil things like i know you sure. kind of just did but like to explain it a little bit further. Yeah, well, yeah. The so the premise of the movie is that it's it's a multiverse movie. Um <clears throat> we have our main character Evelyn. Evelyn, right? Yeah. Yes. Evelyn uh who is very much um I think dealing with the feelings of like stagnation and like lack of purpose ultimately. Mm -hmm. She's not she's not really satisfied in her marriage. She's uh she has a rough relationship with her daughter. She has like a, a tough uh, relationship with her father. She's also a uh, Chinese immigrant. Her father does not speak English. Um, and, you know, she's, uh, I believe her daughter is like first generation American is the, yes. the premise. Yes. Um, her daughter is uh, queer, which she is kind of like trying to, navigate because that's traditionally not something that she understands or believes in um yeah. and she is overall just uh, uh and the family is um facing uh i'm forgetting the term but you know they're they have to go in for meetings with uh, jamie lee they're curtis about audited. their taxes they're getting audited thank you god i couldn't yeah. think of the word audited they're getting audited uh and as chinese immigrants um 
that's an incredibly stressful thing. And so wait, that was Jamie Lee Curtis. That was Jamie Lee Curtis. And she's a legend. She's a She treasure. literally doesn't even look like herself. She's amazing. She's absolutely incredible. She can do I was like, she anything. looks familiar, but I don't mm-hmm. know who that is. It's Jamie Lee Curtis, baby. That's amazing. I'm so happy that that's who that is. <laughs> yeah, it's but. great. It's it's terrific casting. Um, but the uh so the the very tight story is about uh, the generation gap, um, and especially the generation gap uh, between like immigrants and you know the the distance between Evelyn and her father, Evelyn and her daughter, and her daughter and her father. Uh, also, a story, a love story about like she and her husband and like their compatibility, and then you just get thrown into this matrix style narrative that is the entire universe is going to come to an end and you evelyn are the only person who can stop it and so this person who has felt absolutely no purpose in life is always trying different hobbies always but like in her mind is like always trying to uh pursue a new career she's suddenly the most important person in the entire multiverse um and the journey of the movie without spoiling i don't want to spoil like who the bad guy is of the movie but uh the entire journey is her just kind of realizing like as she as she starts to come to terms with how vast and infinite the universe is how literally anything literally anything can happen like they go off the rails with how of like absurdist you know it ranges from like terrifying to like disgusting to like just strange um but it really captures Mm -hmm. the fun that can be like multiverse theory but what it ultimately comes down to is there are different ways that you can face the fact that we are so small And, you know, I don't want to say insignificant because that's not quite the take of the movie. But the fact that we are so small in regards to the universe and the multiverse, you can look at and, you know, relating to, I think, what it's like in this day and age, even with just what's going on in our world, um, just feeling not significant and feeling not in control you can look at that in a depressive sense in a depressing way and think well we don't matter nothing matters and you know you can go down that route which a lot of people do it's very common or in the kind of conclusion of the movie you can look at that as hey nothing matters we can do whatever we want we need to live for ourselves like nothing matters and this this is more my line of philosophy which is very subjective but I, it's the idea that nothing matters in in the larger scale of things. Like all of our choices are ultimately so insignificant in terms of the universe, but they are important to us and they are important to our lives and they are important to our stories and the people that we care about. And that's important. And so it's just really about like finding happiness in, you know, the little things that absolutely don't matter, but make a difference to us still. Right. And I think it's really, really beautiful. So. All right. Drag it. Tear it apart. Give me your thoughts. 
<laughs> so I have to say it's one of the strangest movies I watched. For sure, no doubt. Life. And it's I spent bizarre. the entire time with this look on my face. <laughs> just like yeah you're just conf- like i don't even want to say confusion but more so just like it's overwhelming it's overstimulating which is the point <laughs> but it's uh i was like i was sitting there for half the movie like no for the entire movie <laughs> questioning questioning my choices to watch movies that you <laughs> Here's what I have to say about it. I really enjoyed the message. I really did. I just like, I had such a hard time like taking it seriously (laughs) because these people at one point had hot dogs for fingers. I was going to say, yeah, that's, that's the point. That's, and I, I totally get that. I totally agree. I think, I think it was very well done. I like, I, I think I was able to. I got it. Yeah. Like, I totally understood the whole thing, you know? Like, it was one of those things where I was like, wow, that was actually, like... Like, I get why it went where it went. Yeah. But I just struggled with, like, it being... And, again, like, this is something that, like, everybody feels differently about. Like, I think because it was technically, in a way, such a serious movie. Yeah. Like, what it was talking about. But it was just not. But then also, you know, spoilers without spoilers, uh, hot dog fingers, raccoonie. Uh, yes, it's, it's incredible. It's my favorite one was when they were rocks. Yeah, when they're just rocks, and then they, she turns around and she has googly eyes, <laughs> and it's just I want I want I want a framed picture of her like turned around as the rock with googly eyes, just says there are no rules. Uh, yes, I yeah. and then they start moving, and then, and then the rocks moving. start like moving, and I was like. Yeah, I will say, uh, I would recommend a second watch. I understand if you won't, but... <laughs> well, I bought the fucking the, movie. Well, so you'll have to. Great. I'll make you rewatch it with me. Um, okay. I saw it twice in theaters. Uh, what I will say, what's great about the movie on a second watch is you're ready for the weirdness of it, and you're. Mm-hmm. it's so much easier to watch what is a very tight story of ultimately, like, five cast members... Yeah ultimately you've got the you've got evelyn you've got her husband you've got her daughter you've got her father and you've got jamie lee curtis as the uh auditor and that's like for main characters that's pretty much it like there are other little oh and becky and becky yeah but like becky Becky doesn't have a huge part you know in no she's in there for maybe a total of like 10 minutes right uh but it's just like (laughs) the idea that we're talking about the the multiverse and like how literally anything is possible and it feels it feels that big you know it feels like they go (laughs) way outside the realms of reality but it's really tight story-wise like conceptually story-wise no i i i 100 percent agree like i again i really enjoyed like the story and the message behind it because it really gets you to think about things in a different perspective but hot dog fingers i did not warn you about hot dog fingers no you didn't and also like at one point like jamie lee curtis like shoves her hot dog fingers (laughs) and i was like no that was the part so i sent i sent john a video of myself at the end there's like this huge montage of like all the universes at the end and that's when the hot dog fingers thing happens and um they learn to play their piano the piano with their feet so okay so that was what i wanted to talk about too but 
Uh, so remind I me love, beat piano in like two so seconds. <laughs> I love this movie so fucking much. But so so when that I like sent John this like video of myself like just with my reaction to that end montage and I'm the entire time like You looked horrified. <laughs> and this was like I, this was this was my genuine reaction. Like I didn't go back. I was like, all right, like there's like 10 minutes left of this movie. I'm going to record the last 10 minutes because it's not like throughout the movie. You're like, Oh, is something funny or weird going to happen again? You just knew. I was like, all right, it doesn't matter. Like, Like, I don't need to know what was going to happen. It was literally a genuine, you literally were watching me watch it. Yeah, no, (laughs) it's, you're watching the movie and and you're just like, well, it hasn't stopped being weird. So I don't know why it would stop being weird. Being weird. Yeah, um, and um, then John's response to my video was, well, dot, 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 did you enjoy yourself? <laughs> well, I was worried. I was worried that you were going to come out of this and be like, that wasn't good. And I was like, like the Hateful Eight. Like, like the is, was that your fear? The ind- a little bit. I was a little worried time. that you were going to compare it to the Hateful Eight, which I would have taken. No, because I wasn't bored. Yeah. <laughs> But we're not going to get into that we tonight. Won't get into but what it, I wanted it. to say about the message that I enjoyed that I there's another word for this. Um it starts with an M and it's another like philosophical theory and I cannot remember it. Um but Narco- anyway, it's about narcolepsy. how like Yes, that's the one. Um it's basically about how we are like like if you had hot dogs for fingers, yeah. right? Like in that universe existed, you would find ways to do the things that you loved. Right. right. So yeah, like yeah, yeah. in that in that universe they learned to play the piano with their feet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so like I so again there's like a really like deep message behind the insanity that is this movie. Mm-hmm. And um when John was like it's a it's a movie about like philosophy and <laughs> all this was like oh cool it's going to be like a really interesting movie and instead I, I was like why is Jamie Lee Curtis shoving her hot dog fingers <laughs> down the main character's throat? yeah yeah it's just the idea of like not taking yourself seriously to the extent where you think you have to control everything because you can't and lean into the silliness lean into the to the the joy that is life and uh it makes me very happy this movie i think my favorite i I think my favorite um pastime now is tricking you into watching movies that i like it's my favorite it's my favorite thing to do so i was i was telling my dad about this movie (laughs) yesterday and at like during during the trailer he was like this is a movie that only someone who went to film school would know about (laughs) (laughs) and i said yeah you're not wrong (laughs) yeah so I guess we should also say that this entire episode isn't just going to be about this no, movie. No, but... Uh, We're going to like dive into this a little yeah, bit deeper, yeah, yeah, but yeah. I think it is a good representation of um, just kind of like the thoughts and ideas around why we exist. Yeah, what did you take from it? I mean, how did, did you, uh, in your time reflecting on the movie, like outside of the movie <laughs> itself, uh, how did you feel about the the overall message? Like, I know you said you liked it, but what did it make you think about? Honestly, I think like, like I notice in my own life that I get very caught up in just like, everything has to be a certain way. Sometimes like I want everything to go a certain way just for like the ease of it, right? Like this has to be done this way so that this happens. And it's like, 
like I'm caught on the idea that like nothing matters and not in a negative way, but just kind of like, it's okay. Like it really, at the end of the day, like if I did my best, right. And I, I came at everything in life with like a full, like whatever I encompass as a being, right. Right. Like I, I came at it with like love and like compassion and whatever, you know, like then I've succeeded in my own, like, life mission in a sense in all the little things that we do um so again like it's not that negative like oh nothing matters like it's not gonna matter it's more so like no it really doesn't matter like nothing matters and and because i i did put like all my time and my effort in like a positive light and way into whatever i'm doing like that's what matters to me because that's what's gonna make my existence while i'm here like Right. valuable and so uh, that's kind of what i took yeah, away from no it, that's but. it's the same thing that i took and i had already started touching on this but it's the idea that like nothing matters in the grand scheme of things but things can matter to you things can you know it's right. it's kind of like okay <clears throat> there's um there's a great story when i was doing uh red caps which is the the orientation group at uh university of hartford they would always read us before we did a session, this thing called the starfish story, which I think is really uh, beautiful. And it's just kind of a story about being a helpful person, helping people. And it's ultimately comes down to like a little girl is on the beach and she's throwing starfish back into the ocean. uh, And a man comes down to her and is like, little girl, why are you doing this? Surely you have to understand that you can't actually make a difference. You can't actually like, throw all of these starfish you know back into the ocean and you won't even make a dent in the total number like it doesn't really make a difference and then she looks at him throws a starfish Mm -hmm. into the ocean he goes made a difference for that one and it's just the idea that you know yeah maybe you can't make a difference on the grand scheme of things but you can still make a difference you know for yourself for your individual life for others and their lives and that's important that's significant well and that's the whole reason we did this podcast that's the whole is it thing it's like it doesn't matter if it helps 70 bajillion yeah. people versus like one person like i feel like my time doing this and the effort that we're putting into this matters not only because it's something that i enjoy doing but also because if it can help one person like just one and even if it's you and i oh like even yeah if this is and it just has helping been. Me and it's you, been very therapeutic yeah I think, for both of us yeah and so like even if it just helps us like i'm that's positive with that and that's that's yeah. the purpose you know so i think that that's really um that's a really valuable yeah story i actually yeah, really it's like a good that one, one you know and in terms of the podcast i've settled into the fact that we're probably not going to uh cure all mental health until at least episode 30 so i I recognize it might be a minute before we uh (laughs) cure cure everyone's mental mental health health issues issues. but you know for now we're just uh we're doing our thing and it's nice for us and (laughs) we have that one listener in in france shout out shout out to our one listener in france uh we're international we did it (laughs) just just i don't know how that happens just one person in france but welcome bonjour (laughs) <laughs> bonjour he it's, says I don't know. whatever uh, <laughs> i shouldn't be allowed to yeah, be on well, a platform <clears throat> on the internet <laughs> same here but yeah though. here we are <laughs> um <clears throat> okay so 
off of your little story, another thing that I kind of wanted to touch on is um like, which it which it doesn't really pertain to like eggs and Benedict, <laughs> but it <laughs> pertains to um just kind of like i guess our life like per i guess i don't know but so like let me just say it because yeah I don't even yeah know how yeah you, like, it's not about it. eggs over easy but it's uh it's, it's yeah something it, it, yeah and i know what you mean where yeah. it doesn't like contradict the multiverse theory of nothing matters but it's like a, a supplement like a you know yeah nothing nothing yeah. matters everything's you know do whatever you want however there's the butterfly effect yeah um which is one of my, my mom actually like loves this theory and she like bought me a book about the um the butterfly effect which in short without applying it to anything larger than a butterfly it's basically mm -hmm. when a butterfly flaps its wing you know how small butterflies are how that then creates this reaction to everything in its environment around it um yeah. so again it's similar to your little starfish story right like yeah, it, it's like everything you do has, in a way, a consequence, and consequences can be good or bad, you know. And like, yeah, consequence is a pejorative term, but it's ultimately it, it can result in positive things as well, right? So it's just like one of those reminders that, like, hey, every decision you make, everything you do, does affect someone, something, somewhere, somehow, you know. Mm -hmm. So um, maybe we should name the episode that somewhere someone somewhere something somehow <laughs> somewhere something somehow everyone all at once eggs and benedict Egg, or, or we can just name it eggs and Be benedict i'd be fine with that <laughs> it'll be eggs and benedict eggs and benedict <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, so the the butterfly theory or the butterfly effect, not to be confused with the the time travel version of it. It's not the same as the, you know, oh, you step on a butterfly and it has consequences for the future, but it's of a, of a similar vein that's like yeah. every little action does, you know, it, it's not relating to time travel, but the idea <laughs> being that any little thing that is changed may actually have massive effects because of how connected everything is. right um right <clears throat> and so i think in the book i don't mean to cut you off but like no, no, in the book one of the things it said was like when the butterfly does flap its wings right it, it changes the shift in like the wind right and then a yeah. bee might go to a different flower and that might pollinate a different thing and then that grows into this and then some little girl picks up the flower and it just like just it's a like a snowball effect. and then she gives just, that flower like, to a different guy that isn't your dad and then you're not even born i mean exactly <laughs> So one of the things I wrote in uh, in our little episode notes, and I'm not even looking at them because I couldn't get my screen to turn on because my charger was being weird. Yeah. <laughs> but I remember this is um is just and John has no idea what this means. It's just Jenna. Yeah, I'm looking at it now and I see Jenna, and I don't know who Jenna is or what Jenna is or I was supposed what. to be Jenna. <laughs> that was supposed to be my name. You were supposed to be Jenna. Oh, wow. I was supposed to be Jenna. But the reason why I bring this up is because literally when my mom told me that story, I think it was like five, between like five and seven. <clears throat> and um, my thoughts immediately, I kid you not, at like five were like, well, would I be the same person if my name was Jenna? Like if just the idea. Yeah, no, I literally struggle with this still to this day. Every now and then I think about this. If they just changed my name. Even though I was the same being, right? Like I was still born this, uh -huh. but my name was Jenna. 
how would that have affected me? What right? Do you think? Like, would I be who the would, same person? Who would Jenna I don't know. Be? I don't know. I don't know because I literally think about this and it drives me insane. Like, this is this is my like this is my the hole that I like. Yeah. Will just dig deeper and die in. Like this yeah. is I I really <clears throat> struggle with this idea because it's like there's so many different things that can be affected just by your name being different. Yeah. Um, I think about that a lot too. A lot of the, the there's, um, ugh, I hate that I'm relating this to Rick and Morty, but there's a Rick and Morty episode. <laughs> no, there's actually a lot to say about Rick and Morty. There is like, a lot to say about Rick and Morty. Yeah, but anyway, continue. On top of it being at times very problematic and childish. Uh, yes. It also touches on some pretty cool stuff. Like um, there's an episode where, I think Rick gives uh, Jerry and Beth or like the family um, something where they could see what their lives would be like had they like in different uh, dimensions where they had made like these decisions or whatever. Yeah. I've thought about that my entire life. Not that episode, obviously, but my entire life I've thought about like, oh, I'd love to just see like what would have happened if I had said yes to being in that club or what if I had said no to doing this thing. Um, right. I've always kind of been obsessed with that. And I think that's another thing that like, not to come back to the movie, but everything everywhere all at once, uh, eggs and Benedict, uh, really <laughs> spoke to me about, or really, really said to me, um, yeah. is just about, you know, not getting caught up in the what ifs, uh, right. because you're going to overwhelm yourself. Well, yeah. And that's, that's another thing is I feel like when we put this as a topic for the podcast, my first thought was like, okay, well, how is this going to relate to like mental health? But I think that's exactly how it relates to mental health, yeah. right? Is like people can get very caught up on these ideas of like, first of all, what if, and also like, just why am I here? Yeah. Why right? am I here? And, and like, you know, if you're like, if you're like you and I, uh, trying to preemptively organize everything to get the exact results that you want and then when you veer off from those results it's like mm -hmm. how am i not in control of all these things in my life and then getting overwhelmed by what i think personally is I, i'm not gonna say the issue is thinking that you're too significant that's the wrong way to word that but <clears throat> it's the lack of acceptance that everything mm -hmm. in life is much bigger than you. And I think right. feeling, okay, I'm going to say something for a second and I hope it, <laughs> I don't know. I hope it comes out the right way, but I think that we all need to take ourselves much less seriously uh, and that we all need to cope and and cope with and and really come to terms with the fact that we are very small, because when we think that we're so big and significant, um, and then we're not able to control everything in our lives, it makes us seem. It, it may, I've been there, and it makes me feel incapable. It makes me feel weak. It makes mm -hmm. me feel like I can see all the things that I want to control, but I can't do it, and it seems like everything is just barely outside of your capabilities of of like what you can control right. when in reality it's so much greater there's so many there are so many factors all you can do is your best all you can do right. is <clears throat> prepare as best you can but you you there is no way to have an airtight or even watertight 
plan uh, of like how your life's going to go. You just don't know. Yeah. And it's okay. And I think, and I think that's something too that I struggle with is like letting go of that control. Yeah. Right. Like letting go of that feeling of like, it has to be this way or I, I really need it to be this way and just being like, okay, so something didn't go the way that I planned. And I've experienced this recently in my life, right? Like there's been something pretty big that's happened and I've been like, what do I do? How am I going to handle this? Like, yeah. like how am I supposed to, I guess like, like all my plans kind of in the moment I felt like everything got derailed. Right. I was yeah. like, well now I can't do this. Now I can't do that. But you know what I'm personally working on, and and it also aligns with what I like I I truly like my philosophy of life is that we are all exactly where we're supposed to be in this exact time in this exact moment in this exact wherever we are right yeah. like this is very like I I wholeheartedly believe that but I sometimes find myself reminding myself that right like when something happens and I'm like oh my god like what am I gonna do how is this gonna like affect me how am I gonna like move on from this and my plan was to do this and then this and then this and it didn't work out right and then I have to take a step back and be like okay it's okay first of all like it's literally not the end of the world and two like I'm where I'm supposed to be for whatever reason yeah like for whatever reason this is this is supposed to happen and I feel like that's some people don't believe that right like it's like oh well that's like an effort of like that's like about effort or like you didn't put in a much like this much effort or this didn't happen but at the end of the day it's like okay so maybe not in your eyes but like with what I'm going through like I think that this is something that wasn't meant for me right so like I'm stuck like I'm not stuck I'm just kind of like this is this is my reality it's I I don't know how to explain it it's like a very difficult thing to like put words to no I I, Um, but I guess what I'm trying to say is I really do genuinely believe that when things like that happen for some greater purpose or reasoning that I don't understand yet there's there's a reason for that right like this is supposed to happen because it's going to open this door it's going to do that and and not that I don't believe in like putting in the hard work to open another door because I do like I do believe that once things something like like significant happens and it changes your plan to take a minute and then think about, okay, but what, what else, like, what else is there for me? How can I work towards what I want? Or what's another way around this circumstance that I can still get what I want if that's still my goal. Or sometimes it makes me reevaluate my goals. I've been doing this for so long. Is this something that I even really want anymore? Yeah. Right. Like, is it, I don't know. I don't know. Cause you get stuck in the idea of like, well, this is what I've always known that i want this is what i but like you settle into the idea of like oh this is what i'm going for and there is a point i think when you get caught up in that process where you stop questioning it and right. it makes you question it and i per i personally believe in questioning absolutely everything all the time everywhere all at once uh <laughs> i was gonna say that i was gonna say that <laughs> um I think, and what's interesting, and I like having this kind of discussion because I think you and I have slightly different philosophies on life in the universe in this kind of way, which I think is good. Um, Right. And before I go into this, I should say that this is not me like disagreeing and saying, no, this is how I think it works. But I think we have different philosophies and my my personal belief is that everyone's theory is just a theory and all of them have equal validity. And what matters more so is what you take from it and what you do with it. And so I think mine, and, you know, this is, I don't know if anyone, uh, 
I, I guess I'll say I'm a little less um, spiritual where yeah. I, I'm not sure. Like, I like to believe that there's we won't get into like religion today, but uh, I like to believe that there's a greater balance and purpose uh, to the universe and the way it works and that, oh, if something isn't working out, then it's not meant to work out. Um, I think that's great. And I think that's beautiful. And I could totally hop on board with that. I'm not sure it's exactly what I believe. Um, only not like because any reason it's just because of how my brain works. I can be very one ones right. and zeros with it all. But mm -hmm. what I do think uh, is that any like every everything that happens, something good can be taken from it. I think I, I think my belief comes down to a little bit more autonomy that we have, you know, less like, oh, I'm not in the place. Free will. Free will. Yeah. Like, so the way I'll see a situation is not as much like, oh, I'm not supposed to be here, but it's more so, okay, this isn't working. What can I do? How can I solve that? How can I like, what, what can I take from this? Um, right. Ultimately still. Which I, I think like. And I don't mean to no, interrupt please. you again, but like, I also, side note, since we just woke up, I haven't taken my Vyvanse yet today. <laughs> yeah, so we're both I have 7, groggy thoughts. as fuck. We're, we're, I have 7,000 thoughts and we're talking about something that requires 7,000 <laughs> thoughts. So it's like really like 7,000 thoughts squared. Yeah, here we go, <laughs> here we go, here we go. <laughs> but I would just, I, I guess I just <clears throat> want to say like, it just because I, again, struggle to like explain this is, is like, I am definitely like a little bit spiritual but this is also coming from somebody who has like a degree in advanced sciences yeah, yeah i mean so so i there's just i don't know i just have this core belief that there's something which, else like it just doesn't make sense i will even argue that that i don't think that's mutually exclusive with science like i don't i don't think spirituality in terms of how the universe works i think that that's it's just well so a my, of what you believe exists i guess well, you know? yes. And I guess the reason I bring that up is mainly because, like, being in this field, you hear so many people who are so hardcore against, like, being spiritual because they're like, it doesn't, like, science can explain everything. But science. Do I threaten to say this about my own career, right? <laughs> science. Science. No. My thoughts as a big <laughs> science person as well um, and a not very spiritual person. Science, I think, can explain everything. But we don't know all the science. We don't know. Right. I think science can. Science is ever science. Yeah, we we don't expanding. know everything. We don't know. We don't. We haven't. Even, we haven't been to Mars. 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 You know, Mars, the next planet, the one that's right mm -hmm. there. The one that's like burning. The one though. That's... like like. Would you even want to go to Mars? It's like hot as hell there. Well, that's. Is it? Is Mars hot? because it's further away from the, the point it doesn't matter the point being that it, mars is the next planet mars is the one next to us um which is just we, we are one planet in our solar system which is a little blip a little little, little piece of mars is cold mars is cold why did i think that mars i'm not hot. sure i didn't want to be rude but it's further away from the sun it's red if that's what you thought. Maybe that's what it was. <laughs> no, you're thinking of so let you're me, thinking wait, of California. We, can we just... California's red because it's burning. 
can we just say that let me just defend myself for a second i have a group i do not have a degree in space <laughs> i have a degree that covers biochemistry and organic chemistry hey all those advanced sciences but if we were going to talk about planets i still believe that pluto is a Listen. planet <laughs> Because I'm that's the that's the big hurt it's of my hurt. our generation oh, yeah. right there. Um, it says that Mars. Go ahead, you talk. I'm gonna okay. read and also. All listen. I was gonna say is that we haven't even been. So we are one planet in a solar system of eight or nine planets, depending on your personal take on Pluto, um, which is one little blip of the Milky Way galaxy, which is one little blip, one little tiny little speck of the infinite and ever-growing universe and we haven't even been to the next door planet and so in my mind i think we can all have our theories and our, our religions and our ideas of how it all works and what's happening but i think for me the insistence that we know whether it's from a religion whether it's from like scientists the idea that oh no we know exactly how the universe works and you're wrong, I think is a trash take. Yeah. I think as yeah. a, as a science so, person that isn't spiritual, uh, I, I, it's, it's my theory. It's, it's all, it's our theory. So, so I think, I think the reason behind my like being spiritual is the why, mm -hmm. then why, yeah. why are we here? What's the purpose? Yeah. Is there a purpose? And it brings me comfort, which is, I think, a huge thing around people like religion. And again, this isn't going to be a religion episode, but like, I think it brings people comfort, which I think is good. Like, it brings me comfort to think that yeah. there's more. Right. So like, so that when I like to believe that when I die, I'm just going to go like, I just don't exist. Like bugs my yeah. soul. So to believe that there's something else helps. And I think that that's like a big. And that's not saying that I. So it's so hard to explain that because it's not saying that like I, I'm believing it because only because it brings me comfort. I like no, I, but that is a, I solely believe it and it does. Right, bring I was gonna me say comfort. that is a mental like, health benefit of you know we we want answers to the universe. We're not comfortable not knowing and being in the dark. Like right. especially, I mean that's always been the case, but now we're especially like in this age of information where people just expect fast, instant answers. And um, we all need to be and, you know, that's also coming back to the movie. It's about how overwhelming it is to have all of these very firm answers with the entire world and how overwhelming it is because the Earth's the Earth's right. in a state, but also like uh, humanity is in a state. Uh, our country is in a state. Fucking New York City is in mm -hmm. a state. Like we're all it's it's all it's a very hot time right now politically and the social climate is uh <clears throat> it's hot it's uh <laughs> <laughs> but not like not mars like <laughs> <laughs> which i i say that because i want to bring it back so that i can do it. i can tell, tell me, you how, tell me cold exactly mars how cold is. mars is in the winter in the winter mars can reach negative 220 degrees fahrenheit negative negative so you're saying like you gotta wear like a north face for sure if you're gonna be yeah. on mars Listen, guys, you're not going to need like a like you're going to need like a full on like, but it does average when it gets warm mm -hmm. in the summer in the over the lower latitudes in the summer. It's about 70 Se degrees. Whoa. It's like a nice guys, T-shirts and shorts weather. 
hop on over to Mars. to Mars. Even though it also says that the uh, <laughs> the atmosphere is composed of primarily carbon dioxide. Yeah. Oh, and the atmosphere is very okay. thin. Okay, semantics. You Can can't I just breathe, say that my favorite thing beautiful. ever? My favorite, yeah, it's a bunch of just mm, red. Great, rock. yeah. Um, my favorite thing ever is when you go, oh, okay, <laughs> because there's like this certain inflection in your voice, and it's like my favorite thing ever. So, like, just keep okay. doing that. Copy that. <laughs> um, but anyway, the point to all of this, and I, I interrupted you. We went on a tangent, but bringing it back for a second, I just wanted to say that. Um, Again, I I don't necessarily 100%. I just kind of want to correct myself in my own sure. theory, like in what I believe in. It's just that I don't necessarily believe that like, oh, I'm not supposed to be here. Because I do believe on working towards like a different solution. Yeah, quotes. right. Like, <laughs> like you're, you're not, like, you're how not can throwing I, your this... hands up in the air and saying, I have no control. Whatever, whatever is going to happen to me, happen to me. Right. Like when it happens, I'm like, okay, so there's some reason that this is stopped and not saying that like, I don't have the free will to like change that. Right. Cause if I wanted to, I could really find a yeah. way to change it. Right. Like I could really figure Absolutely. out a way around it, but it's more so this idea that like, okay, it it's allowing me to take a step back and like reevaluate where I am and with what I want to do. And is, and so I, I am able to question it, but I also do have that sole belief that like, that's this is that's the right yeah. moment for me like that moment where all of a sudden everything stops and it's like okay now it's time to reevaluate that's more so the moment that i'm talking about not saying like oh well this is yeah. it you know like this is just me so I, I guess i just wanted to clarify that because as you were like saying your beliefs i'm like no i i agree to an extent yeah, no, like, i was like are, i think i just worded what ways? i was saying no 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 wrong i don't think so i <clears throat> our ways of going about life our ways of dealing with the obstacles that we're facing and the, you know, the, the way that plans can change on a dime. We deal with that very similarly, you and I, like we, we have similar philosophies on like work ethic and, you know, self-care and, you know, how. Cause we definitely work way harder than we should a hundred percent of the time. I mean, (laughs) that is us. (laughs) I have a lot of thoughts on myself. I just, ah, man, I mean, listen, I just got myself a new book. It's called uh, Drive. I don't know who it's by. It's not the Ryan Gosling movie. It's a book. Um, but it's about... It's about... <laughs> How unfortunate. <laughs> it's a, That's a great movie. Uh, have you seen Drive? I don't know, but I haven't. And I was just about to say, I don't know if I'm going to want to watch that one now. <laughs> we'll get to that later. Um, but the book Drive, I don't know. I haven't opened it up yet. I just got it in the mail like last night. Um, but it's about uh like intrinsic motivation which is something that i very much i very much need to work on because i very much get caught as much as yeah we both do a lot of work i i okay i'm gonna try to not make this a therapy session uh to the fullest extent but i have definitely been struggling recently with my with with insecurity of my intrinsic motivation um i very much need that um external motivation no intrinsic extrinsic extrinsic motivation exomatic i don't know terms um the point being i usually need something to motivate me i need a deadline i need a uh you know a creative partner, which is why this podcast has actually been happening because sometimes I'm like, man, can I even carry on? And you're like, yes. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> it's pretty much. 
and it's <laughs> yes and you're like okay and it I seems guess I'll like try. sad that that's all I need but that's genuinely but I need that however as a writer as you know in, in trying to work on like my health um that's all intrinsic no one's telling me to do that and in fact people mm-hmm. will we'll get into never mind we'll get into <laughs> eating healthy another time but yeah. the point being um when you're bogged when you're bogged down by the the universe and how massive it is and and you know just when you're when you're questioning like what's the purpose of humanity and will we ever find peace on this earth and will we even will we move to mars is the temperature okay on mars will we <laughs> when you start asking these really big questions you know that um that extra dessert doesn't seem so big it doesn't seem like that much of a big deal taking right. that extra mental health day which is important mental health days are important um it doesn't seem like such a big deal however i am personally right. in a phase and it's hard to say this because i'm always 100% on the train of like take a mental health day take care of yourself but i'm currently in a phase of okay not every day can be a mental health day i want that i want every day to be a mental health day but at some point i do need to do work um and i tend to jump between extremes of grinding and not taking care of myself versus only like doing no work and not being productive and that does not work uh so yeah so I guess my 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 question yeah. for you, um, for this not to turn into a therapy thing, but I think it's a very real thing and it's a good thing sure. to put on the podcast. Um, my question to <clears throat> you is when you feel like everything, every time needs to be a mental health day, I think it's a good time to check in on your mental health. Yeah. So yeah. which is why oh no, maybe. I know that. I uh Yeah, no, that's and that's not to say again, that's that's not to say like oh, something's wrong with me. I'm, you know, it's just more so, um, I'm trying to think of how to relate this back to like (laughs) our topic of existentialism, but um, it's, I think, realizing how much I do get caught up in the, the, the scope of everything. And yeah, I know. Yeah. I just think that like, like what, I'm trying to convey here because I think it's important for for not only us to understand but for everybody who might listen is that like when you do feel like maybe you've taken one too many mental health days I think that's a good point to be like hmm. yeah what's going on <laughs> you know like maybe there's something that's bugging me like maybe I should look at like my workload or my ex or not like your ex I meant like like a letter oh. <laughs> look at your ex i meant like maybe my like x y and z is what like, i meant to say but instead i'm I like, like go wow, ahead and look at your ex specific very quickly just like maybe i maybe you need yeah, to know, you know like, take you a imagine? look at like your ex and think you know what went wrong there and what's the point of it all and <laughs> I just, i'm so tired i haven't had coffee yet it's fine yeah. i meant like i meant as like a placeholder for something else that you need to look at and whatever yeah. but um yeah, I think it's good. It's good to always check in on that. Like if, if you feel like that's kind of occurring to make sure that there's not another underlying reason, like yeah. 
to it because again like like you said we do fully support and believe in mental health days like if you're not like i mean if you're not feeling it you're not feeling it and you got to take care of you first you know and it's okay to take care of you because even if it comes down to like oh well it doesn't even matter (laughs) you know the universe is gonna whatever but it's like but then also if you take a mental health day you know what's gonna happen the universe is gonna continue to go on without you it's cool. So you don't have to worry about being like, how are people going to do this without me today? Well, they're going to do whatever they're going right. to do. Right. And that's actually, that's, so, that's getting even more into that. Like, yeah, in terms of the universe, in terms of the world, in terms of even like your job, it's going to be fine. It's going to be okay. You need to take a mental health day right. and your work is going to be fine. Um, and it doesn't yes. matter. But what does matter is what's important to you. And what I'm finding is I'm not overwhelmed by like, what do I have to do? It's kind of becoming like I'm, I'm becoming overwhelmed at my ability to, uh, my ability to accomplish what I want to do. And that's not to say like, you know, I shouldn't be hard on myself, but I can be hard on myself. And I'm in the process of figuring out like, why? And, you know, I don't have to write. I don't have to make a show. I can just make money. I there's n- my life will be completely successful without being a writer. Like no one will be negatively affected by me not being a writer. But I had a um a therapy session uh a couple weeks ago where I was talking to my therapist about this and I was just like, "Yeah, I just have such a hard time without deadlines and stuff like that." And she said, "Okay, bear with me for a second. I'm going to give you this prompt." You have 12 months left. You have 12 months left until the world explodes. What, which is, you know, a dark and scary to think about. But she's like, how do you spend it? Mm-hmm. How do you spend those 12 months? Like, what do you, you want to do? Like, genuinely. Like, you don't have to do anything. It's all going to be over in 12 months. What do you do? And I kind of sat there for a minute. And I was like, I still want to write my stupid fucking show. <laughs> I still, I, I, and I... I want to write my show and I want to like work on my physical health because it's not for other people. It's, it's for me and I'm working on my ability to spend all of as much of my time as possible doing that and doing things for me in my life, because that's, that's what matters to me. And I want to make a difference in other people's lives too. And when I'm in a good mental health place, I can help other people more and it's the little things like that. It's the little things that are like, this is important to me yeah. and it could make a difference for someone else. And that's important to me. And uh, yeah, I'm currently in a place where I'm working out how to just live my life as purely that way as possible and not be bogged down by stupid things like making money and, <laughs> you know, <laughs> all of that fun shit that unfortunately we do have to do um right it's hard it's 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 a whole whole you know what is it is is a arguably terrible movie but kind of touches on that tell me um and like breaking kind of that pattern is um a free guy yeah, I, the Ryan Reynolds movie. movie. I didn't see it, but I have you seen it? No, it's a I heard terrible. It was fun, it's a it's a it's fun terrible. movie, but it's a terrible movie. <laughs> but the the message um the message is is important. Cool. Yeah, I, so I, I think... the vibe I got was it's a <laughs> now like you a, have to watch. That. All right, I'll watch it. Uh, the vibe that I got from it is that it's a story of like 
autonomy and ultimately being in control of your life and not being, you know, feeling kind of like a, in a Lego movie sense, uh, not being a, just a cog in the machine and like... You're just not a non-playable character. Right, exactly, right. Um, cool, I'll have to check that out. You have to, you have to watch it. Everybody should watch it, even though it's a... I'm not recommending it as like a, this is a great movie, watch Ryan Reynolds is going to listen to this episode and then he's going to hate me forever. <laughs> no, this is... And I'm going to be like, no, but I love you because you're Deadpool. That's fine. <laughs> because Deadpool really isn't a character. He is Deadpool. Yeah. That is my... That's my theory. That's he is just absolutely. Deadpool. Absolutely. He's playing a character named so, Ryan Reynolds. Uh, <laughs> literally. This. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I guess to wrap it up yeah. for today... Our number one wrap-up, as always, I'll give you the honors. You're going to do something weird. You're going to jump into another universe, and you are going to find a multi-dimensional dog. Mm -hmm. And you're going to pet that dog with your feet, yes. with your hot dog fingers, with a raccoon on your head. It won't make sense unless you watch <laughs> the movie, Raccoon, but uh, <laughs> pet a dog. Uh, yes, Several dogs, dogs, if, you, if you're able. Yeah, some dogs. Pet some dogs. Many a dog. Um, two, the world is a weird and messed up place, and it's okay it's to take weird. a mental health day. It's all good. <laughs> um, let's see. Three would be nothing matters, no. but everything matters. Everything matters to you. If it makes a difference in and your life, it's important. If it doesn't make a difference in your life, it's not important yeah be kind to others you know don't 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 yeah. <laughs> don't use that advice selfishly but um well selfishly is the wrong word right if you're not if you're being so, positive guess... and if you're if you're influencing people or yourself in a positive way nothing else matters right do things with purpose and do things that make you feel fulfilled and good and happy and be a nice person yeah, don't be a dick yeah so my last my last point was um, whether it's eggs Benedict or over easy eggs. However you like just them. Just be you. Just be yourself, man. That's all that so that is all That's today, <laughs> which is a lot, a lot to think about. <laughs> I'd love to hear everybody's thoughts on this stuff, though. It's interesting to hear people's uh, different yeah, points of views. Yeah, we should like peruse the comments section on our. Uh, one dozen viewers and see if anyone has anything interesting to say we're on youtube but yes. i don't think you can comment on like spotify or whatever but you know we have all of these episodes on youtube well, i'll make a little i'll make a little question that you oh can, great like, yeah how do you like your eggs stuff yeah that's, <laughs> that's what i'm gonna put i'm gonna put that in feel feel free to put whatever you would yeah, like the, the in that you could tell us actually or you could actually tell us your theories about the yeah, universe the question is how do you like your eggs cooked but uh actually tell us your thoughts on all of it life the universe and everything yeah because do the way that your are the way that your eggs cooked does that matter like if you cook them one way it probably doesn't Matters to you so <laughs> that's true all right all everybody right. have a wonderful rest of your have week. a lovely time we love, love you so much Bye. Bye. Cool. Okay, are we happy?